John Stallworth has been working ever since he took a job as a teenager at his neighborhood hardware store in Chicago. About six years later, in 1969, he took over the business and he's been there ever since. John's two sons started working at the shop even before they were teenagers. Here's John Stallworth Jr., who goes by Johnny. The way I grew up in the family business is when I was old enough to walk, my dad said, you're old enough to work. So it's two of us, it's two boys, and uh, my mom, she used to fuss, she used to be like, you know, where, where are you taking the uh, kids? And he was like, well, if they're old enough to walk, they're old enough to work. So she said, well, what are they going to do? They're too young. And he said, I'll put a broom in their hand and they'll figure it out. So uh, that's kind of how I started out. He brought us to work with him, put a broom in our hand. Of course, we started off playing. Eventually, we learned how to uh, sweep. I think probably by the time I was seven or whatever, I learned how to cut keys. Last week on The Distance, you heard about how John's hardware and bicycle shop in the Southside Chicago neighborhood of Englewood has outlasted every other independent hardware store in the area and helps anchor a community that suffered from economic decline. On today's episode, you'll get a glimpse of John Stallworth's unstoppable work ethic and how he's passed that on to his son. Like I told him, if I am a workaholic, then it's because that's what you've instilled in me. You know, he's always told me when you have your own business, you have to work at it. It's not going to be just someone giving you something. My brother, when he was younger, he used to always say, man, when I take over, I want to roll a red carpet from the front door to the office. I want all of the employees to line up and say, good morning, Mr. Starry. Good morning, Mr. Starry. I'm going to go back in the office. I'm going to sit, look out the uh, window and monitor everything that's going on. But, you know, it's not that. Johnny's brother actually ended up becoming a minister and today leads a church in Atlanta. Johnny's the one who returned to the family business after a 16-year stint in Louisiana, where he attended college. When I hit a rough spot in college, my funding was funny and everything, I wound up doing three jobs. And my dad flew down. He was like, hey, man, maybe you're doing a little bit too much. And I said, well, look, you're the one that instilled into me, he who does not work does not eat. Money doesn't grow on trees. You got to work for it. You don't take from people. You do what you have to do, and they'll give it to you. After he finished, he's still down south. So I said, look, son, are you still planning to come? Because I'm tired of being from six days a week, from nine to six. I said, I need a brick to be able to get away and get out and all of that. He said, no, Dad, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. He said, give me another year. He said, "I'm, I'm coming home. I said, okay. So he came home and he took it over. And then the other son, he's a minister in Atlanta. He don't like to get his hands dirty. <laughs> yeah, but this one came back and he, he took it over. And when he came back, I, I kind of turned it over to him and said, it's, it's your baby. Make it work or it don't. So he's, he's been doing a good job. For Johnny, running the business hasn't quite been the life of leisure his brother joked about when they were kids. My dad taught me that you gotta you gotta do some hands-on sometimes when we get new employees and you give them assignment then they kind of look at you like man this is too rough but I never give them nothing that I haven't done myself John senior has done everything himself too since he was a teenager he was the one who started doing bike repairs a service that has kept the business afloat amid competition from big chains like Home Depot and Lowe's And in 1977, when the store was destroyed in an electrical fire, he started his own general contracting business to rebuild the shop. Today, John Sr. oversees the contracting while his son runs the retail store. This keeps the shop busy, sometimes at the expense of John's own house. 
My wife tell me all the time, you don't never do nothing around the house. I tell her the shoemaker's son ain't never got no shoes. <laughs> so, you know, that's just the way it is. John is 70 and plans to keep working as long as his health allows. Earlier this year, his son in Atlanta bought him a plane ticket from Chicago to Las Vegas and essentially forced him to take a break for the first time in decades. Believe it or not, I have not had a vacation in 40 years, in 40 years. But it's because I enjoy what I do. So he sent me a ticket for Vegas and said, Dad, you can't change. The ticket is already paid for. You got the ticket. So I went to Vegas for two days. But that's the most, you know, that I usually take off. Did you have a nice time? Yeah, it was really nice. I didn't do anything but sleep. <laughs> so my son said, you needed it. So, you know, it was it was a good trip. He wants to go and see the mountains and see the red rocks and all that stuff. None of that interests me. I told him I'm fine. I just stay in the room and sleep. And that's what I did. Yeah. That's it for this episode of The Distance. Come back next week for a story about a business that's been with some of its customers from childhood to the grave. That's coming up a week from now. As always, The Distance is brought to you by Basecamp, the leading app for keeping teams on the same page. Sign up at Basecamp.com slash The Distance.